This is the Tailored Transformations Podcast, where you will hear relatable transformation stories from our personal clients that will inspire you to create change in your own life. My name is Cody McBroom, and I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and I am proud to introduce the host of our Transformation Podcast, Ariel DeAmper. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taylor Transformations podcast. Um, on this podcast, we are highlighting some of our incredible clients at Taylor Coaching Method, sharing their story, and we hope that it acts as some inspiration, some motivation. You can connect with some of our amazing clients that are part of our group. And today, I'm really excited. We have Linda on the podcast today. Um, and so, Linda, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself to the listeners? Thanks for having me. Uh, I am from Oregon. I live in the Willamette Valley and I'm 61. I am married. I have two children. Um, I'm an avid uh, cyclist. I hike, snowshoe, late to the party, but I made it. Um, and I also play guitar as a hobby. Oh my goodness. That's so cool. So many fun adventures. I, okay. So I live in the Midwest and if it wasn't for my family, I would definitely move out to the West coast. Like I just love like the mountains, the adventure, the outside, the dynamics, but you know, my family keeps me here. So yeah, the, <laughs> outdoor, the outdoor activities are amazing. It's really beautiful here. That's so cool. So how long, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about how long you've been coaching with tailored coaching. And, um, I know you work with Brandon as your coach. So tell us a little bit about how that all got started. Um, why did you reach out to coaching, reach out for coaching? Yeah. So I actually worked with Brandon for 10 months. I just wrapped up my coaching in May. Um, but the reason I reached out, um, I'll step back. I had um, left the, the legal field as a legal secretary due to medical situation. And that was a really stressful job. And I had just kind of kept steadily putting on weight. And when I left that job, then I had back issues and I just couldn't get up. And I just resigned myself to, I guess I'm gonna live on this couch. And I just ate and that's what I did. And so finally I got to a weight that was pretty significant for me. I'm five four and I think I weighed about almost 250 pounds. And I'm like, my God, when is enough enough? And I had tried in the past several things, Weight Watchers, all the things, right? And so I finally um, uh, joined, I, I, I'm allowed to say the name of companies or is that okay? I sure. I did it, I, I joined Optavia. And oh, yeah. I wanna say that um, in hindsight, it's a horrible idea. But at the time, I needed something to get me going fast. I knew if I couldn't lose weight fast, I wouldn't stick with it. And it worked. Um, I lost 117 pounds. So mm -hmm. I reached my goal, started running, got very active. And this was around 2018. And when I reached my goal and then in, everything was going smooth and great, had my goal weight, was maintaining it. And then COVID hit. I got covid and from COVID, I got a kidney disease. Oh. And from the kidney disease, my protein was cut to 60 grams a day. At that point, I'm like, well, how do I eat around this? So I hired a registered dietitian. 
And in there, she explained to me Optivia had me not eating enough carbs, in fact, hardly any, and that I needed them and why. And so um, rock along with that for a little bit. And then she encouraged me to start weightlifting. Somewhere in this COVID journey, I had it for 12 weeks. And so I had to isolate and I just started walking a lot and I found Cody. And I don't know if I found him through Bill Campbell or if I found Bill Campbell through Cody, but those two somehow interconnected. At any rate, I'm like, man, this guy knows a lot. This guy's really smart. This guy, he knows it all. Uh, you know, well, COVID kept closing the gym down, but I still kept listening to Cody. And then in the kidney disease, they started me on prednisone and I gained weight. I, I, I didn't gain the weight the first time, but when I relapsed, then that time I gained weight from the prednisone. So I'm up 40 pounds-ish. And I was, the gym had reopened and I was weighing around 160 pounds from 135. And I'm like, I, I want to hire Cody. And my husband weight trained in the past. And I said, I want you to watch a couple of this guy's clips. I want you to see what you think. And so he goes, yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. And I'm like, may I hire him? Like, not asking permission, but like, yeah. yeah. So I, July 6th, I reached out to Cody and I just sent in my email information about why I needed coaching. I want to lose these, this weight, which the dietitian could help me with. She's amazing. But I also wanted to know how to eat around the protein cut and not waste my time in the gym. If there's a reason why I should eat this and not that before or after. And that's what I was hearing out of Cody. Right. And so anyway, she encouraged me also. And so I reached out to Brand, uh, to Cody and he hooked me up with Brandon, who my God is amazing. Um, I learned so much from Brandon and the most important thing I learned from Brandon was I was starving myself. And so he started me at 1600 calories of food. And I wrote down that he started me out at 222 carbs. And by the time this story ended, I was eating 400 carbs and at 2,500 calories a day and food. Um, he said, you're, but the most important part of it, I think, was he reverse dieted me. And I kept hearing that word and I didn't really know what it meant. So I read the materials that came at the beginning of my, you know, um, journey with him. And it said in there that 5% of the population respond very, very well to reverse dieting. And I ended up being in that 5%. And the more food I ate, the more carbs I gave my body, the more weight I lost. And it just kept going and going and going and going. There was never a week I gained. I just kept losing. And I think that my journey did not have to be 10 months long, but I am um, a perfectionist. And so if he said, eat this many carbs, this much fat, this whatever, and gave me the range, I didn't work well with a range. I needed a number because that's the number I'm going to stick to. If you tell me to eat 222 carbs, I'm going to eat 222 carbs, not 223, not 221. I'm going to eat 221. And I literally played macro tetras, you know, all day, every day, trying to get those numbers. And so I think he started realizing through our conversations and my reports that I was an exact kind of a person, right? And so um, I, I just kept losing and losing and losing. And it was amazing. I was just 
I, I, I am mystified at the process and how that worked and how my body was craving that food. And he was like, Linda, your body's thanking you every day for giving it more food. Um, my energy shot out of the roof. My gains at the gym were insane. And I remember telling him one time that um, I have also at my age and that have that fast weight loss, I have loose skin. And so I deal with that too, right? And that's just a thing. But so I was like always hating to lift up my arms because, you know, and then, but one day I'm doing my putting a ponytail in to go to the gym and I'm like, oh dear God, look at that. Like I had a bicep, right? I was like, whoa, I'm strong. And, but I could just tell every, I was doing a two day splits. And so I could just tell every week I was just getting stronger. And I knew it was from Cody's periodization too, the programming, right? It matters. Um, it was just all so exciting to see the gains at the gym and the muscle coming on. And then because I cycle, I wanted to, to then switch to cycling. And so he helped me transition to three day at the gym so I could get on the bike, why the carbs were so important. And honestly, it took longer because I could not wrap, my mind couldn't catch up with my body. So my body was thanking me for all those carbs. But my mind said, I can't eat all that. I, I can't eat that much food. I can't eat that many carbs. There's no way I'm going to gain weight and I don't want to gain weight. And so I would eat what he told me, but at the minimum number he gave, right? But I still, even though I kept seeing the number come down on the scale, the inches, I lost 38 inches overall. I lost 38 pounds overall. I, I got down so low that the nutritionist said, we got to, we got to, stop here because if you were in a hospital setting we'd be flagging you as a problem and so we need to bump you we need to get you back up and so Brandon worked with her on that and the next thing I knew I was shoving in like 28 2900 calories a day and that was hard too right like it's just hard to eat food when you are used to eating 14 15 1300 calories a day and I was had just learned over time how much your body needs fuel. And when you start looking at the food as fuel, it's a whole nother, it's just a whole nother dynamic. I need this in order to be strong on the bike. I need this in order to be able to lift these weights. I can't do these things if I don't put this in my body, right? It's, I don't know. It's just been the most amazing journey. And every question I gave Brandon, like the answers he came back, I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Okay, great. And the fact that everything he told me was exactly what the registered dietitian had already been telling me for two years. And it's not that I didn't believe her, but to have another person say it too, you're like, okay, maybe this is a thing and I should really pay attention and do it. Um, I don't know. The reverse dieting is, is a crazy science, crazy science. Isn't it? It's so stinking cool. And it's like hard to believe sometimes. And I love that because I think it, in your whole story and unpacking all of that, it just goes to the, like the power of having one-on-one, -on -one, having it be tailored to you, having um, someone that you can talk with, whether it's questions, concerns, fear, and, and have that knowledge and explanation of it. And being able to lean into the trust. Like you said, hey, I'm in that 5%. If you didn't step into something where the person, your coach knew what he was talking about and willing to try with you, like 
that is so stinking cool. And that you were able to, you know, get that evidence and see what it was like and, and follow and lean into the trust. And, and trust is a very interesting dynamic and we build it. And a great way to do that is to back it by the science and understanding where it's like, okay, I think that makes, that makes, that makes some sense that I, I can go with that. And like, leaning in and trusting because that's incredible to see like where you're at you were able to really cultivate a beautiful relationship with food see that it is fuel it does nourish your body with when it comes to carbohydrates I know it's like it's hard because I always like to say it like this like carbohydrate the end of the word is hydrate that means it carries water with it that means the scale does fluctuate when you have carbohydrates but Carbs are amazing. They can get stored in our muscle, in our liver. They're our energy source. They go in their glucose. It helps with digestion. It's carbs is where we get all of our micronutrients from fruits, veggies, fiber. Like it is so incredible. And I think that a lot of people do themselves a disservice by just chopping the carbs to see the scale go down. Because where do you go from there? Like that's one thing when I see like, okay, with whatever the program is, if it's something like that, that just slashes a macronutrient without like any consideration for the individual, their biology or what happens. I'm always like, where do you go from here? Like it, my heart always aches for women in that situation where they're like going down, but I'm like, what, like, cause the weight loss isn't generally not where people get hung up. It's in the maintenance of it. Yeah. Also is that you, um, I think that it's really hard once you've been given a piece of information. Like I did Optavia for 11 months yeah, and that's what I was, my, I was trained into. And so it was really hard to shift my mind off that. And that's why I'm saying my mind, I don't think would catch up with my body of what Brandon was telling me. Yeah. And then um, I've heard you talk with other people about their, just their relationship with food. And I didn't realize you know, that I had disordered eating until I really started working uh, with Brandon. I mean, also the registered dietitians, obviously bringing that out too, but working with Brandon, I think he started seeing this situation, right? And then my perfectionist of everything and my Mm -hmm. fear of eating too much. I mean, obviously after I lost all that weight, when I gained it back off the prednisone, I didn't want to come there again. I I don't want to be there again. And so the fear of eating too much is always in the back of my mind. And so I am like, oh, well, I have to do it this way. I have to eat this way. I have to do it this way. I can't do it any other way because if I do it any other way, I might slip, right? And so I, Brandon encouraged me repeatedly to step out of comfort and to eat a meal out. Um, to not track. And I'm like, oh, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I have to know what I'm eating and I have to know how much, because what if I ate too much? What if I had, you know, um, and then weighing like the thing of getting out of, it has to weigh exactly that. And listening to Cody repeatedly say that the nutrition labels can be 20% off. So if you're over a teeny bit, come on. And I can't tell you how many times I've, uh, it, I think I've responded to Cody and said, I feel attacked because or like raising my hand because I'm one of those people that has to be exact. And so he's calling out those people. You don't have to do that. That's ridiculous. Don't do that. And so now the way I've come through with Brandon is, hey, if I have in my fitness pal that I'm going to weigh out, you know, 250 grams of strawberries, if it weighs 254, I don't pick a strawberry off anymore. 
Do you, I mean, that's how severe it is, right? And then, so he would take, say, you know, weigh the strawberries and see what you think if you're close. And then, um, you know, instead of, you know, in other words, pour out the strawberries, then weigh them, see how close you got, like to start managing, what does it kind of look like? And are you close? Um, and then not, not tracking for the whole day was too much. Okay, don't track a meal. Eat what you normally eat for that meal and just kind of gauge what you normally have in that meal. And so I did step out and I, I could feel his excitement for me that I did eat a meal out with my husband because he'd say, hey, let's go eat so-and-so place tonight. And I'm like, nope, it's not going to happen. What do you want with your chicken? <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah. Brandon helped me come out of that fear. And so he said, it's basically like this. If you don't ever eat out a meal, if you don't ever not track, then you don't ever get that experience. So you don't get to sit in that for a minute. And if you go in a situation where you have to eat out, then there's all that fear and anxiety associated with that because you don't do that. You've never done it. You don't know how to act around it. And so I think that's one of the important things that I learned from him and then um, on the bike, he would tell me to eat the gels to get for the energy, the, the you know, the energy gels. Yes. And he would say, I need you to eat two of those on a ride. And I'm like, Brandon, nobody eats on a ride. We're just, nobody eats. And he's like, I need you to eat. And so I just said, okay. And so I started doing it, but I would only eat one pack. And he's like, I need you to eat one now and one here. And I'm like, two? I, I don't, and now I eat two every time, right? Because I know I need it. And he's taught me why I need it. And I don't know. He's just amazing. Yeah. I just love him. That's so cool. I think this is, this is, it reminds me of the statement, like we are like, your truth is limited to your experiences. So your truth is not the truth. It's only what you've experienced. And so if you experience, I was very heavy. And then I went to a place where I did follow this rigid plan right? Like I was like this, like, like the, the certain uh, prepackaged foods and like this one lean and green meal. And that is how I lost it. You didn't gain any self-trust along the way. And you are limited to that truth in which you experience. So your truth and what you lived by is I follow this exactly. And this is how I do it. Because when I trust myself, my weight skyrocketed above 200. Right. And so now we're stepping into someone else saying, but what about this truth? Like, let's try. And now you, you trusted you experienced it and you leaned into that. And through that process, you built more and more self-trust. That is the ultimate key to any fitness journey and sustainability is having that self-trust. Because at the end of the day, any approach you take, I don't care if it's Weight Watchers, macro tracking, a flexible, a quote unquote flexible diet, a meal plan, it does not matter the approach. It is only as flexible as your mindset allows it to be. Tracking macros can be the most rigid plan you've ever done in your life. If you feel like, oh, I'm tied to this tracker, I'm tied to this scale, I can't eat out. You took something that was dubbed, not you specifically, Linda, everyone listening who wants to weigh a, a to the dot decimal, which is a lot, yeah. right? Because the thing is, is we're stepping into this place where it's like, this is a new venture. It's a new diet. It's a new way of doing things. I'm not quite sure. I've never experienced it before. I don't trust myself. So that means the only way it works is if I'm perfect. And if I'm perfect and it doesn't work, it's the program, not me. But if I have even one little, one little macro over, if I just estimate one meal, then it's on me. And our inner critic just screams so loud and that's hard and it's crippling to sit with. 
And so I'm so proud that you were able to yeah. listen and step in and lean in because the reality is, it's like Cody shared, like Brandon shared, like I share. That's not even like you can track these macros to a T. It's not, it's not accurate. You know what I mean? Like food labels, they, they go off they, and so many things like, oh, it's zero calories. I'm like, it's not zero calories, you know? And it just, whatever it is, like there's, there isn't that perfection, but leaning into, hey, I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to do the best that I can in this situation. And I'm willing, I'm willing to be quote unquote flexible with this flexible approach, right? Because when we're talking about like, tracking macros, we have people that it's like, oh, it causes an eating disorder. And people who are like, oh my gosh, ma- tracking macros is freedom. It's neither. It's what you want it to be. And so if, yes. it's all by our thoughts. It's all like your mindset, right? So if you think, oh my gosh, I have to weigh everything. I have to be, I can't eat out. I have to get this to the gram. I have to make sure that I play Tetris. I have to get all zeros. That is a ball and chain. Yeah. 100%. You are going to feel deprived, restricted, and you are going to feel like, F it, I can't keep this up. But if you go in and you're like, I can fit anything that I want, I can eat out, I can do this. I just kind of have to be aware of these three different, you know, categories. I can pre-plan. Wow, this is so much freedom compared to what it is. So it all comes back to that mindset and thoughts. And so I'm really glad that you were able to see that and embrace it because it's scary. Well, I also want to say that I've been, you know, really thinking about my journey with Brandon and tailored coaching in general. And when I did my transformation, a little video at the, when Brandon asked me to, when I finished coaching, one of the things I said on there, like if you're struggling and you are afraid to reach out or you're just on the fence about reaching out, you got to call, you got to make the call, the call's free. Right. And so call, see what's there for you. Because I think Cody has all his coaches and he knows where everybody's expertise is. He feels out your personality in that 30 minutes as well. And he knows where to put you. I don't think he's just randomly saying it's her turn. It's his turn. He knows where to put you. And I believe he put me with Brandon for a reason. And it's tailored. That's, that's what I love. Tailored coaching. I mean, it is tailored to you every week. Brandon was tweaking maybe a little something or nothing and saying, you're doing great. Stay right. Why? He actually raised my carbs almost every week. And I'm like, but he, you know, I knew him. I know I trust him. I know what he's doing and it's all tailored to you financially. I would have saved a couple thousand bucks if I would have found Cody before Optavia and been open to wanting that, that experience instead of I've got, but most people that want to lose weight, right? If we're heavy, we're all looking for that quick, fast thing to happen. And the reason that we're looking for that quick, fast thing is because we need some incentive to keep going. And if you lose one pound a week or half a pound, you're like, well, this isn't working. This is never going to work because we won't accept that slower is better. I wouldn't have all this loose skin if I'd have worked with Brandon instead of Octavia. I, I know that because it was too fast, too much, too fast. And with Brandon or any of the coaches in tailored coaching, they take you, your lifestyle, what you're going through and what you need. And then it's tailored to your need every single week. They listen to you. They take the feedback. You slip, you fall, we'll fix it. We'll go here. We'll do this instead. You have this happening in your life. Okay, let's shift to this. Um, as I said, I think I, I think I said a couple of times and didn't follow through is that I probably could have finished up faster, but I wouldn't go heavier on the carbs like Brandon wanted to. And I think that he realized 
it was going to just take a minute with me. And he was very patient with me. Oh, dear God, very patient with me and just took it slower probably than he might have if someone would have been more willing to eat as much carbs as he wanted to put in me, but I couldn't get there. And so I think he saw that and said, okay, we're just going to bump her a little at a time. But the, like I said, the more food I ate, the more weight I lost. And I'm like, well, dear God, it's working. So um, yeah. I, I, I think that financially what, what Cody charges for his programming is I don't know why anybody wouldn't try to find that money in their budget and say this and take themselves first and say this this is important to me because you're going to not just lose weight you're going to learn why how why is this important why does it matter why am i eating this way why is it important that my macros are these percentages and the education that comes with the coaching that's what you all want us to have you're about educating us it's not like the program I did. Eat these five packaged foods, eat a lean and green, and uh, hey, watch out. You know, you're never going to want those carbs. You certainly don't want a potato. You need some salad, right? Eat some celery. And so um, I, I, I just, I'm amazed at, at what I went through with Cody or uh, with Brandon, but also with still listening to Cody and, and his podcast and, and his education and the fact that he puts out so much content. Um, I don't know. I'm so happy and thrilled. I'm just so happy I found Cody's podcast and that I went through this experience and got put with Brandon. That's so cool. And I think like speaking to what you um, were sharing about like taking some time, the cool part about it is like our brain takes a minute to catch on, right? And do that change. And the amazing part about doing it in a way and meeting you where you're at, and we all do this with our clients is like, let me meet you where you're at so that we not only implement the behavioral change, but the mindset comes along with us, right? And that's really important to be able to get to a place then where you continue to sustain it and maintain where you're at and have that like incredible relationship with yourself, your body and how to fuel it. And the other thing is, quote, like when we're talking fast or whatever it is, that's so subjective because to me, honestly, I keep hearing 10 months and I think that's fast. I think 10 months is fast to go through what transformation and you're like a long time and you're like 10 and you're like 10 months. It took me a long time. And so (laughs) it's all in the, like to me to have someone in like 10 months, I'm like, that's, that's, that's really, that is really quick. And so Mm -hmm. it's all like what it is, is when we what those instant results and seeing the scale go down, our brain gets a dopamine hit from that. And so if we're in a place where we're getting dopamine from highly palatable foods and we're doing that and we're giving that up, we're now shifting the dopamine to the scale. And that's why people develop such a hard relationship with the scale, because when it doesn't go down, we don't get that like dopamine surge from it. And we don't get that like motivation. And so taking the time to instill the habits, the mindset and the behavior to keep going in maintenance, because the the tricky part about going from weight loss to maintenance is when you're losing weight, right? You're, you're, you're getting results. You're super motivated. Ooh, I'm getting a size smaller. Oh, this is inches lost. The scale's going down. I got dopamine. I'm motivated. I got results. I got a why because I want to be my best self. And then all of a sudden we get to our goal weight and it's like, hmm, the scale's not going down anymore. Not losing any more inches. Not, I don't know what my why is anymore. And then that's hard. But because you put in the work to your mindset and you invested that time, it, it became your identity. You're like, this is Linda. 
Linda, like the way you introduce yourself, that's why I love when you guys come on, when clients come on and I ask them to introduce yourself and you're like, I'm someone who does this activity and this, and I live this lifestyle and the energy, the vibrancy in which you talked about your life. Like this is Linda. Linda is someone who fuels herself, who, who enjoys life in her 60s, 60s and is like, guys, I, I, she, you, you can't see her, but she is like literally like radiating. You're so gorgeous. You're like flexing your bicep over here. You're just like full of life. And I'm like, yes, I want to be Linda when I'm six in my sixties, please. And so it's so cool because like, I, I literally have goosebumps, like this is who you are and that's your yeah. identity. And it's like, I think people come in all the time to coaching to no matter who their coach is. And I think they come in with this notion like, Hey, I want to lose some weight. I want to lose like 30 pounds, whatever happened. And going through the process, I've never encountered a client of TCM. That's like, who can't be like my whole life changed. Yes. But also it's not now I'm learning. It, it's you, you, you said, Oh, I want to lose the weight. But then on the other hand, it's not about the weight. It is about learning why you need the foods you need. Um, I made a quick note that of something I wanted to mention too. One of the, uh, if I had to put in my top three of things I learned from Brandon, yeah. one of them is deloading because I am this kind of person that apparently whatever it is, I, my mom said this to me once too, whatever I end up doing, I always go a thousand percent on that thing, right? Yeah. And so um, that's why like uh, on the gym, like I'm just crazy. And then I started running and I went crazy and I'm cycling and I'm just, you know, I, I can't do 10 miles. Let's do 30, you know, that, that kind of yes, thing. Yes, yes. So, but I love that. And so when I was doing the program and it came to the deload week, I'm like, what does this mean? And how am I supposed to do this? And so when yeah. you told me, I'm like, okay, so I go to the gym, I've got lighter weights, so I'm kind of lifting it and I'm going, but no, I don't, I need to, ooh, I, you know, I need to work here. And so I, it felt like I wasn't doing anything and I left the gym and I'm like, well, did I even show up today? And so I was explaining this to him and he's explaining why rest and sleep are even more important than the exercise itself and why the deload is so important for your muscles, your brain, your stimulus, all of it. And yeah. it still takes me a minute to wrap my mind around that. And I'd like to say that Cody is responsive about this kind of thing too. I switched to that three day and I went yeah. to a, a second three day program and I emailed him and I said, Cody, I'm not seeing a deload anywhere in here. And on the other three day that was on week four, eight and 12, is this on purpose? Am I missing something? He replies and he explains, yep. And here's why. And like, he's amazing. I love Cody. And so on the deload, he said, some people need a week. Some people need it at, or sorry, he, some people need it at four weeks. Some people need it at eight. Some people don't need it at all. You decide where your body's at. And I think the reason I was even looking for that deload is I was feeling very overwhelmed. I had a lot going on. I was exhausted. I hurt myself at the gym and then 10 minutes later hurt myself again. And I texted my husband a picture of my injury. And I said, I'm leaving the gym before they need to call an ambulance. And the, at that point is when I realized your body's screaming for a break. You've got to stop. And so I took last week off from the gym and I knew to not go at all, because I knew if I went in, if it was too light, I would tell myself, you're, it's too light, you go heavier. So I completely stayed out of the gym. And when I went back on Monday, I was refreshed and stronger and ready to go. 
And so I would say in the top three was learning how to deload, rest, sleep, and give your body a break. And yeah. I don't think I would have ever taken that week off before Brandon like that. Never. Yes. I love that. Cause the same happens. I know like whenever I suggest, like I suggest, I'm like, Hey, you know what? It like, I'm talking to one of my clients and I'm like, it might be time for a diet break. They're like, uh, wait, I don't know. What, what do you mean diet break? Like I'm going to, you know, gain it back or whatever. Like I've never, and I always, I always tell girls this, but I'm like, okay, from the outside looking in, you might hear like diet break. Ooh, that sounds so nice. But I promise when you're in the weeds, you're going to fight me on it. You're going to fight me on it because it's our normal psychology to be like, no, I'm going more is like, I'm going, I have this momentum for whatever reason, like we want to keep pushing. And I'm like, as coaches, like coaching is such a blend of like this anecdotal experience, what we've learned, being in the trenches, real life, um, emotional aspect of where the client is at, um, their physiology and uh, like evidence research. And we can take it all in. And all of us have coached hundreds of people at this point, And we can know, like, we're kind of like, mm, it's time for a deload, mm, and, you know, based on your communication. And it's always like, wait, this is like the scariest thing. What's going to happen? Like, it sounded nice to take a break, but I wasn't ready for it. And when you experience that, and then it's so cool that I love that you took that experience with Brandon. And now like post-coaching, you're like, I know when to implement it and I understand and can differentiate like my body needs a rest to recover so that I continue. So it's not one step forward, eight steps back, but it's one step back, eight steps forward on how you did that. So I love that tip that you brought up. So as we begin to wrap up, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your incredible story so, so much. I know others are going to be inspired and encouraged by it. Is there any final words of wisdom, of advice that you would like to share with our audience on how they can get to this place of just like an extraordinary life? You just have to reach out and make the call. I hoped to come on here and inspire somebody that was sitting on the fence that's maybe as in my age group that has weight to lose, that, that they're just not sure. Should I spend the money? Is it really worth it? It's worth every penny, every single penny. The education you'll get is is far even more important than the weight you're going to lose. You'll carry that with you forever. Mm, That's so good. Thank you so much, Linda. I love that. So if you are listening and like, even if you are on the fence, like Linda was saying, the call is completely free. You can hop on, talk with one of us um, and we will just get you connected, see how we can help, help you figure out what the next steps are, what they would look like. If it's not a good fit, we'll point you in a direction that might be. And if you are a good fit, we would love to have you join our TCM family. Um, So there will be a link below in the description box. Just go ahead and click on that and we'll get started. Um, But thank you, Linda, for joining us. I hope everyone listening has an incredible day and we'll talk to you guys next time.